totally. Who is there with you? So I have a very generous um, technician here in my place right now <laughs> who is helping to repair some of the last minute fixtures in my apartment. Oh, and I, I gave you a warning of this last night. Yeah. So when you're like, who's there with you? I told you <laughs> that this might be happening between okay. eight and nine in the morning. Well, you this frozen. Obviously, I don't listen to everything you say. So I love <laughs> this is a great way to start this episode. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, obviously we talk way too much every day about everything. So there's certain things that I I decide not to listen to. I have selective hearing to hero. And I basically just thought that you had a a lover in your, in your home. <laughs> what? After everything that I've been through in the last, like, month, you're thinking I have a freaking lover in my place? Fuck's sake, Rachel Rosen. Seriously? <laughs> I, my heart is... My heart is... My, my heart is broken right now, and even more so by that freaking comment. Fuck's sake. I can barely compose myself right now over the okay. last month. I'm breaking into you know, tears and I'm like, I'm like, I'm moving oh, across the country. Like, what the why? fuck, man? <laughs> there, you knew there was going to be a time where we were trading places with our comments. So there it is. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm now in your shoes all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm commenting like Hero would comment. Okay. Wow. That was an interesting start. Um, Welcome. <laughs> Getting Welcome juicy. to getting juicy. Um, we just because she'll be popping on any moment here. We have a very juicy guest for you. But uh, first, and look, I keep looking up. I've got a really weird setup today. One day I'll show you, like, um, I'll do like a, a tour of my home and all the different places I've done the podcast while while still waiting for my office. Anyway, she's popping off, folks. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I've got a screw loose this morning, apparently. Um, so yes, what I, what I wanted to ask you though, cause we're going to ask Chloe this at the end of our episode, because we've been asking the same damn question this whole time for 72 episodes. Um, the question we were asking today, we're going to ask the question at the beginning of the podcast now and ask the same question to the guests at the end of the podcast. So my question, it is the simplest question, Hero, what is juicier, orange juice with pulp or orange juice without pulp? And why? And that is like, the, I know, such a serious question for the well, morning. Well, I haven't drank orange juice for oh. like 15 years, but oh. I, I, I feel like I can have it on the taste of my tip of my tongue. I would say that pulp is juicier because it has way more texture and flavor. But when I think about it as a kid, me and my brother always wanted without it, without any pulp. So that, okay, that that's a good, that's a good child, uh, like, no, I was going to say the girl's childlike answer because <laughs> you're just like a child. Wow. Okay. I really got, I'm putting my foot in my mouth a lot this episode. Um, <laughs> about time. I, it is about time. It is about time. Um, I would have to agree. I'm just going to skip right over what I just said. I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah. Pulp all the way for me. Yeah. And I don't actually, mm -hmm. you know, I don't drink a lot of orange juice either, but what I do, and I have had it as an adult, um, maybe because as an adult too, you're like, oh, there's more nutritional value or content because the pulp. And is... there's mimosas. Oh, right. Because that's exactly what I thought of. No, it's not. Um, 
Uh, hilarious. Yeah. So no pulp all the way for me as well. We'll have to ask Chloe that question. So we're both on the pulp train. It seems like, and mm. speaking of Chloe, so Chloe Morgan is our guest today. Uh, Chloe Morgan. I met Chloe and we'll talk about this when we talked to her. I met her many, many years ago and I haven't seen her in many years. We met in the music industry and I'm, I'm putting quotations here. I don't know why it was the music industry. It's not like that's something. <laughs> I think I'm just doing that because it was my short lived career in the music industry behind the scenes. Uh, we met at network records or network uh, music, which is Sarah McLaughlin's Canadian record label in Vancouver. And Chloe is from London. She's from England, not London, Ontario. She's from like England. And she was there maybe on a work visa at the time. She was in a pop group in England. So a, a girl's pop group. She is now a DJ in Vancouver, Canada. So she stayed in, I think she might've gone back to England and come then come back to Vancouver. I've to ask her about that. Mm -hmm. She is the mother of a wee one, a little girl mm -hmm. who is adorable. And she's just like this fierce, full of energy. I just remember her being so sweet and so open. Um, and she is very open talking about certain struggles that she's also had with mental health. So we can, you know, discuss whether she wants to, uh, dive into that or not um, I won't go into details about that in case she's not comfortable so we'll see mm -hmm. um, but just really taking the world by storm in the DJ world as a female DJ and which is pretty cool um, in Vancouver and I mean I don't know what's happened with her career because with DJing it's live typically mm -hmm. live stuff so since COVID I'm not sure right so that's going to be yeah an interesting conversation. Um, I think she's done some, I know she's done some digital stuff and she also has a, a group. I think it's a, a digital kind of performing dance group slash DJ ah. service called celebration of life. Oh, that's fun. So, and that's something else I'm curious about what that entails. So you yeah. go Chloe, you just rock the world with your spirit and your life. Yeah, absolutely. And plus she's got the same name as my niece. So you know Great. what? I Great. think there, there are some timeless names for people <laughs> human beings. And I would say that Chloe <laughs> is definitely. Number uh, one. Ah, there five. she is. Good morning. Oh, so one second. My audio is not connecting. Hold on. Oh my God. And the accents are, I love it. <laughs> the accents there. Oh my God. Here. <laughs> look at you look at your baby oh, oh my god man. i know look at her she's just she's oh. already ready to lie are you <laughs> i was gonna say chloe are you awake this early in the morning but you have a baby so you probably were awake like hours ago perhaps no I, do you know i'm i'm actually like i'm not a morning person oh. at all neither am I. I i do it like when i have to you know what i mean but at the same time she's up at like She's up at like six thirty, seven, but her her dad's usually um, up. But um, that's all going to be yeah. changing soon, so I have to start getting up early. Oh, so. okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just that last night I was um, I was recording uh, an interview for my new radio show, and um, wow, and I editing. I was editing at like like till nearly twelve thirty at night, and then afterwards I had to like. I can't just go straight to bed. I'm like, yeah, yeah you're wired for a minute. And then it's like one 30. Then I'm talking to my sister and I'm like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> oh my no. God. Well, Chloe, 
Chloe, first of all, I haven't seen you in like what 15, not 15 years, but I mean, I know we, and we only met that one time and it was such a long time ago. Yeah. And, but you absolutely, but you left such an impression with me and I'm, I'm not just saying that because we're talking to you now, but it's true. Like, you know, um, and I was just saying the hero. So we kind of did a lot. Hi, we did a little, a little introduction just before you popped on. I know you have no idea what we just said about you. They were good things. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so like basically Chloe and I was saying that we met at network, uh, record label. I don't know if network group, network music in Vancouver. And at the time, yeah. was that your first time from, uh, England to Vancouver? I don't remember no so I'd okay been, I'd been in Vancouver well the first time I'd, I'd been to Vancouver actually I was part of a, um, a girl group that was mm-hmm. signed to Warner Brothers and we shot a music video in Vancouver and that was in 2002 I believe wow. yeah and then the yeah. next time so I moved out I think around 2004 or five yep and then 2005, I think it was. Yeah, because I remember I was married. I, I was married at the time. Yeah, so okay. that was 2006. I, I got married. So then it would have been yeah. maybe, oh gosh, let me think about this. I'm just trying to think. I was around, now it was about 10 years ago. So was it? Oh my gosh. Back. Wow. Oh my God. So like, 2012, something like that, was it? Okay. I don't know. I, sh- I should remember that. And I should remember that too. And I seriously don't like so much has happened since then. Um, but with that being said, so you, and it sounds like, so we kind of, you know, introduced you, you are this wonderful powerhouse, female, fierce DJ, mother, um, content creator, collaborator, now a radio talk show host, which I had no idea. So <laughs> And yes, I, I just got given a show with iHeartRadio and uh, it's DJ, uh, wow. djradio.ca with iHeartRadio. Um, so every Saturday I have my own show. Um, so wow. I, um, so it's all my music, like, well, it's all hit music. And then I get to play my music, which is just starting to come out now. Yes. Um, and also um, I get to perform live as well. I can do live sets on the radio. Or, and then I have like really in- inspiring guests as well. That's that I bring awesome. on every single week. So, and the, the guests are amazing. Like they've done amazing 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 things so yeah so cool so take us I want to go back to how you got into what you're doing now so I feel like you have such a history with music I was kind of reading like you did you play the violin or something like that so you yeah you're not just I mean you're you're kind of got your hands and all kinds of instruments and you know including your voice and those kinds of things but was it something that you know you grew up with with family or was it something that you just kind of uh were interested in and you're like hey mom dad like can you pay for music lessons for me (laughs) yeah no absolutely so my um Okay, so my great grandma was actually a pianist, um, oh, wow. and um, and so I, I actually played piano too. But I I got to kind of like work work back on my chops again because I've been so involved with the DJing, and I yeah. I'm a very sort of like tunnel vision person, so I have to like focus on one thing and, and be really great at that. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I started playing violin, first, well, singing first, actually, singing and acting. And then, but my mom, um, she went to a stage school growing up. 
Um, and so I think originally, like, she's seen in me the, the same drive or more of a drive, actually, and the passion. And she sort of was like, well, I wanted to, I didn't want to do it anymore, but I see it in my daughter, so I'll push her into it instead. Yeah. So I think, you know, um, I had to find my own way eventually because obviously, you know, you have, you have to do your, you have to do your call. You, you can't live somebody else's life, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I think there was a lot of figuring out of like who I really was and what, who I've been created to be and that kind of thing. That took, that feels like that took like 30 years to figure out. <laughs> I, oh my God. Yep. Yep. Oh Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I think, well, yeah. and Hero's, Hero's in that um, he's, well, we're both kind of in a bit of transition. I'm like not even in my, in the regular place I normally do this in. So I'm looking at weird angles because I've got a monitor and then my laptop and Hero's in the middle of moving to Toronto. So he's yeah. actually gonna, you know, so speaking of, you know, just growing up and changes, I mean, that does, that doesn't end, never ends does not end at all Never ends. does not end and also i guess you said 30 years i mean dare i ask like where did you start in your journey in terms of music you said that you were kind of like from your great grandmother and then into your I own mean, generation yeah i mean i've kind of found myself at 30 like i um i was uh i mean i've been singing as long as i can remember i mean i must have been coming yeah. out the womb singing or something because i all i can remember is singing you know, and I've been on the stage since I was five years old. Oh, wow. wow. And, um, and then, you know, I just, it was like doing lots of musicals and, and then lots of classes and training in tap and ballet. Uh, and it wasn't really, in, and, and singing and piano and acting and the whole thing. And I was, you know, I was going to school and then doing all of the outside of school as well. Um, so I was definitely being sort of like prepped from a young age. But when I was 16, I landed a scholarship into a stage school in London wow. um, called the London Studio Centre. And wow. um, and basically it was like, it was like full on, like full on in my craft at that point. I mean, it was like ballet every single morning. And I remember yeah. just crying in my ballet class because it was like everything I'd learned was like wasn't really right in ballet too I had to relearn ballet and it was just like I've been doing ballet wow. since I was like five years old and then suddenly wow. now I'm at 16 in this class finding out that like I haven't really trained my body properly and so it was like I remember just like just crying in my class but having to like relearn and re and, and really because I wasn't really properly using my muscles yeah and so yeah, I had to relearn, and um, so I was there for two years, and I got onto a TV show. Um, it was like a pop stars show. I read and that. Yeah, and became one of the finalists on the show, and so that took like that was like over eight months of doing that, and then then I was signed to Warner Brothers from that. So it's it's been it's been like it was consistent wow. with something happening all the time, you know. Wow. No, I. Out of curiosity, when you're talking about pop stars, the show, that wasn't the initial like early reality TV generation show called Pop Stars, was it? Pop Stars The Rivals, it was called. Okay. Was it a Simon Cowell show? Um, it was similar. It was um it wasn't Simon Cowell though. It was actually Jerry Halliwell, who was a spice girl. Mm, yeah, yeah. The redhead. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. remember oh, that show. Oh, I remember Chloe. that show. 
Chloe, I'm I'm in that age. Like I remember getting two, not just one, but two Spice Girl CDs when I was like 12 yes. or 13 years yes. old because they were so popular at the yes. time. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh my goodness. I remember that show because that was actually one of the first major competitive reality shows that came out like in the early generation. So, and it was called Pop Stars. Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. And it was a battle of the, the boy, boys against the girls. Yes. Yeah, so I was, in the, I was one of the finalists in the show. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's. I have to go back for a second because you said about um, and I, I don't want. I'm not going to age you. I don't want you to. You don't have to tell your age, but I just feel like I feel like we're around. We're all around, kind of the same age. The same age for sure. Yeah, and I feel like because back when I was, you know, 16 or going throughout those high school years, and I'm just thinking back to, you know, as you said, you were a dancer and you were, you felt like you were doing everything wrong, and then you went to school and you're like, okay, well, this is what my body should be doing in quotations but i feel like th things have changed so much as far as body image and what people mm. um uh feel like a dancer should look like or should mm. be doing when it comes to health when it comes to you know um routine like you know there's a time where <laughs> there's a time where um you know all dancers were you know they all smoked and they were all like you know, not, not, not nourishing their bodies in the right way. So I guess my question is, was that kind of around the time that you were doing these things? Did you find that difficult? Was it, was yeah, it? Well, um, well, the struggle I had was I had an eating disorder. And I think at that time, um, oh. it, there was a real pressure on women to be thin. It was like the yes. thing I remember like, like 10, 15 years ago, it was all about being thin, like stick thin. Mm. Right. Yeah, and, and like that model, and I and I just know it was at sort of the height of a lot of women who had anorexia, and yeah, um, I mean, it's still obviously we know people still struggle with the, all of that, but I, I definitely believe that there was there was a point. I think maybe maybe it was about the 10, 15 year mark, but it became it became popular to be like curvy, you know, yes. what I mean? and yes. so. For me, Amani, that's enough. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she's a singer too. I know she's just on one this morning. Um, so um, yeah, no. So for me, it was like um, it. I really, really struggled with the with the, the bulimia anorexia. That's that's what I was struggling with, and I went and it really started from. I mean, I first had I first started struggling around like fourteen. Yeah. And then it was like, it, it was a touch and go. It wasn't really, it was skipping meals type of thing. It was like warming up to it. Yeah. And then when I was 16, 17, it really hit me. I was, well, after I lost my uncle, especially, he was like a father to me. Um, I basically plummeted and it was, and I, I had this one thing that I just latched onto, you oh know. And, um, and so that went on for about, goodness me, about, at least 10 years yeah, yeah real problems with you know and uh yeah you know and just moments obviously I was I you know you think you're gonna end up dying from it or never overcoming it you're always going to be stuck with this thing and um thankfully you know actually it was when my father passed I think that's when I came to network 2009 I think it was okay there you go after yeah. my father passed yeah because yeah. I went there yeah, and it was in that year that I overcame the eating disorder. Wow! So when I met you, I was overcoming an eating disorder at that point. Wow, Chloe! First of all, thank thank you for sharing that because I feel like 
also what on this podcast, what we do, like what we kind of pride ourselves in is we, you know, we can talk about the shiny glitzy glamour, all the stuff that's happening on the outside, all the social media presence, all that kind of stuff. But I I feel like, you know, in order to really know a human and to really connect with them is to to get deeper than that, you know, and even just Mm -hmm. you being here with your child, it's like, Hey, (laughs) you know, she's, she's a, she's a multitasker. She's got a lot of things going on and and you, you worked really hard to get where you are. It's not just like, bam, here I am. And this is Mm -hmm. not at all. Right. So, um, but it's, it's interesting because back then, and actually my, my uncle, there's a common ground here a bit. My uncle actually was the director of the national ballet company of Canada for many years. And then he was the director for the Stuttgart ballet company in Germany for many years. And I just remember as a kid, he would tell me about, you know, like it was almost like a positive thing for them to kind of enforce dancers. And he feels so bad about this now to not eat as much or to, you know, like there, that was um, something that was instilled in his dancers which is horrible but like many years later yeah it's definitely like a it's an old school mentality and when I don't think they really understood too much about eating disorders and the psychological and obviously it's not just to do with weight it's it's to do with it's to do with like low self-image you know Mm -hmm. as well and and uh, just really like not loving yourself or um I mean there's so many there's so many layers to it but you know, for me, yeah. it was, you know, even overcoming the eating disorder, it took, you know, at least another five to seven years for my mind to be fully restored. You know, right. because yeah. even like your because it's you can stop the physical stuff, but you can still struggle in your mind. And mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I was thankfully, you know, I've been totally set free from that. That's not even a you wouldn't even believe I had me. I would have ever had that problem, and it's it's so funny now because I'm just like I mean I love my food too, and <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm just like how in the world like it just feels like a bit of a waste of time. But I know it's not because I know that I'm able to now help other women or men, yeah, um, or you know just because it's really not even about. Oh no! Bless you. Oh. it's really it's really not even about the eating you know or it's, yeah. it's really about like I said you know understanding who you are and overcoming your your trauma you know yes. it's the trauma that hits us and we, we all manifest it differently Absolutely. You know, some people do drugs I mean I've gone through that too um but I mean some people do you know have sex addictions or shopping addictions or you know, they however way that they want to to manifest or deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily that it's right, but it's just a way of, of dealing with an issue. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and so we have to learn. You know, now and I think more than e- ever. And I, I definitely think as an artist, and I was saying this last night actually to my um, girl that I had come in interview, who's actually a really close friend of mine, who's like a major choreographer now and she's done oh, wow. like delay shows and all kinds of stuff wow. um <laughs> of course it's just impossible <laughs> now we were saying like, as artists we are the architects of society for culture right and yes. and music and entertainment and all that stuff and so we have to work really really hard now to really raise the bar to set a new standard to you know, to help people 
in this because because it was all based on like fear and control and all of that stuff and so we now have to like set a new trajectory for our next generation otherwise there's not a lot of hope for them if we you know what I'm saying especially the times that we're in now so we really have to like be focusing on health like tools that are going to help us to overcome and um you know all of that kind of stuff I mean it's it's long and I feel like for me I feel like the reason like my career didn't take off until it's happening now is because yeah. this was I already believe in divine timing yeah. you know and um for me it's it wasn't my time before because of just the person I am today and who I'm becoming and who I've create been created to be on this planet and I know that's to help people through what I do through my art through just being who I am, you know, and um, and so I feel like now is the time more than ever because we're, you know, the world is changing as we all know and it's not as bad as, I, you know, they're trying to make it out to be that, you know, that's it, we're all in being controlled and we don't have any freedom anymore, but that's not the real truth. The real reality is, like, the system is crumbling and, you know, there's a new... Um, the people are actually elevating now out of this yep. control, out of, you know, the whole systematic suppression that's been going on for hundreds of years. Like, we are coming out of that. And so, you know, we have to be strong. We have to be there for one another and we have to learn tools, you know, because it's, it's a battle in our minds, most of it. Absolutely. It's not a physical battle, no. but it's a, it's a spiritual and mental battle. So we have to be prepared and um you know and be there for each other so and be real this is another thing that's so important now and so you know you were saying like thank you for being so honest yeah we're, we're a time now in history especially now where people are done with the fake stuff you know what mm -hmm. i mean now it's all about people just want the real thing they want yep. the real deal they want real and so that's what we really have to, it's so important that we, we take the masks off, we yep. become our authentic selves, you know, and, and not be afraid, you know, to, to be who we are because that's who we've been created to be. Absolutely. The, the one thing that I, I hope people don't get into, um, like, oh, into the trenches with those is thinking, okay, yes, like, be authentic and be real and, and, you know, all those kinds of things. But now what I'm noticing a bit, which is trending on social media is everybody thinks that they have to be real and genuine and authentic. So it's almost like they're forcing it. Right. So, right. so when they're forcing it, it's sometimes it is coming across as not being genuine. So there yeah. really is like that fine line. And, and then, right. You know, not only that, but like forcing in the way of creating these reels and these stories, reels as in R-E-E-L-S and stories that are, I don't know if you know what I'm saying, like they're, they're, they're coming up with all these um, things that are, that are edited and that are, you know, uh, all those kinds of things, but they're, they're, like I said, they're trying to be real, but again, it's a little bit of this glitz and glamour to it so there there really is that that fine line so it's almost like that's become like a trend which is a good trend don't get me wrong but we really do have to be careful i think that we don't blur those lines still absolutely so, yeah i don't know how to get around that 
Well, I, think I mean, that, I think that the, the, the real reality is, you know, the only thing that is really real, the true currency is love, mm. you know. And so when we're coming from a place of love true. and um, kindness and empathy and compassion, joy, you know, it casts out all fear, which is force and pressure and all this mm. stuff, you know, that we feel that we need to be. So I think it's just getting into that true place, that real frequency of love Absolutely. and um and then you know from there a lot of healing can begin because it's just the world needs to be healed this is the we're, we're living in a state of like you know a lot of sickness right now mm -hmm. you know so that's really i think the only thing that's going to make the change is love nothing else love and and, and just you know loving people back into wholeness, accepting people, stop trying to change people, you know, just the only one you can actually change and that's even hard to do is yourself. Yep. So there's no point of, you know, try, we, we've got to stop controlling people. Oh my gosh. You yeah. know, it's just like we have to just stop controlling people and just like let people be who they are and, and, and then, I mean, I, I just pray for people, do you know what I mean? And then God change me where I'm wrong, change them where they're wrong. Let's keep it pushing. That's your human experience? Awesome. This is my human experience. Great. Right. Just keep it going. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like, yeah. you know, that's not right and that I, you should believe this. And it's like, totally. yeah. honestly, all of that stuff is just, it's a low vibration of living. Yes. Yep. For sure. And I mean, in some ways, I even look at it in terms of every time I'm walking on the SkyTrain and I see more and more outside of public transit stations, people preaching, people, I don't even know if they've been licensed. They probably just kind of set up a station there with whatever promotional material and they just start speaking and whatever they're talking about. And it's amazing because I'm just like, where are you in your head right now that makes you feel like you need to preach and make you feel like you have to publicly speak out to public people without their consent? And you have a freedom of speech to speak for sure, but you realize where in your brain you are? Probably not, because otherwise you might be a little bit more aware of your surroundings mm -hmm. and to not project your feelings or your agenda onto other people. So as you're saying, you know, love yourself, but also and respect others where they're at as well. And so I don't know. I find in terms of that's actually an interesting segue when you're talking mm -hmm. about being a radio producer, you're having a show, you're sharing your voice, you have guests on the show that are doing what they're doing. What are your thoughts about, again, how is there so-called too much of going to the other side of sharing mm -hmm. your voice to the point where it can also create an unintentional movement of voices that might also cause harm to other people and mm -hmm. you know without being specific there are certain things that have happened in our society in the last couple of years mm -hmm. where maybe that freedom of speech even if it's from a place of love or acceptance or amplifying voices can also have its own detriment right absolutely yeah so i um when i started this show i just decided that it was going to be about good news yeah. And so yeah. I don't share negativity on my show. Um, you know, I it, basically it's like a, a breeding ground for encouragement, for elevation. That's pretty much what the whole show awesome. is about. It's about, and anybody who's my guests that I bring on is literally putting a spotlight on them and 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 bringing out all the the greatness about them and encouraging others. You know, to do the same thing. So there's no, um, I, I kind of, 
even when it when it comes to talking about stuff that's going on in the world, I decided mm-hmm. lately, and it was because um, I'm working with this other artist from the states, and he just really inspired me. Um, but he's saying like him and I both have exactly the same views, all of that. But he does not share any of it. He's just he just focuses in on what he's called here to do, which is you know his art and music and stuff. Yeah. And so I looked at him and I was you know because I was sharing little things you know, and then I was thinking this is not getting me anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I need to just come back to my core. What am I here to do? I'm here to uplift people. That is what I know I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, so I'm just going to, my channel is going to be all about uplifting and elevation and just making people feel great. You know what I mean? And and bringing people out of that um, that negativity or that dark space. At least they know that when they come to my channel or my social media, they're going to find joy. They're going to find, they're going to find elevation and, 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 uh, and also like dialogue, I suppose it's going to make them have to think more about their own lives in a healthy, positive way. Mm -hmm. It's all about positivity, you know? And so that's pretty much what, you know, the show is, is, is just sharing good news and sharing. So when we talk about the world, I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm just preaching the good news in the sense of like, you know, we're actually going into a time of elevation people. That's what's really happening. So, so it's stirring people up to like focus on the right thing. Cause if we, it's all about what we choose to focus on. Yeah. We can so look at the negative thing and go, Oh my God. And just plummet down with it. Or we can look at, we, we can choose, hope and faith and those things and look above you know what I mean and that's actually what we should be meditating on every day is everything above board not below Mm -hmm. so um that's pretty much that's pretty much (laughs) it and so there's no there's no force about it you know what I mean it's just it's just we're here to to just elevate and uh bring joy and positivity is is so important at this point and just stay focused on that. For me, it's like now I know I'm just going to, that's that's what I'm here to do. I'm not here to like, otherwise or I, I feel like I'm just adding to yes. the negative cycle. And, to, and yeah. he's focused, so focused on all of this right now. And it's like, get back to what you're here to do. Yeah. Focus on that because that's, that's going to help you a lot more than this other stuff. So honestly, lately, I feel like I'm just not really in this world anymore. It's, I've literally <laughs> been like, not my blinders on because I'm aware of, and I hear the stuff that's going on, but I'm like so focused on the mission. You know what I mean? That to me, all of that fear, that's not my reality. Yeah. You know, the mask, it's not my reality. My reality is stepping into that place of love and joy and, 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 and aiding other people in there as well. That's my reality. Okay. Who taught, who taught you that? Because <laughs> I have to say, it's funny as you're, as we're, as you're talking, I'm like, first of all, Hero and I, there's this Jewishness. Okay. That and the podcast called getting juicy. You don't have to be Jewish to be on the podcast. It was just this play on words. We both have this uh, shared background, but in Judaism, and we're not even that Jewish, we're like very ishy Jews, but there's a whole thing that um, you question everything. So Judaism is very much about like questioning the shit, excuse my French, I know your kids are the sh- out of everything. And so I think what we were taught even growing up is like, um, 
there's all not that there's not that there's like a hidden agenda, but there but there's kind of a negative undertone also when you're told to question everything. Is it's like okay, well then that maybe that's not the right perspective. Maybe I shouldn't feel happy or joy. Like there's also that. So how what how where did you learn this? Did you was it self taught? Was it just like I'm I'm just curious where that where it came from because it's beautiful. It's I, I feel it from your social media from all those types of things. Um, I mean, I would definitely say, God, my, my own personal relationship with God, you know, and I don't have a, I'm not religious. Like I, that's just not, I, I, I want to get as far away from that as possible, but I, I have a real relationship with God, you know? So I, I, that relationship's very real for me. Um, so I would say that that's really been like my driving factor, I think, but also just things that I've learned along the way. And just, yeah. um, I don't know, I think you, you, you attract, you, you just, you, you stop learning to chase and you start attracting. Hmm. So you just start attracting the right thing. And I think a lot of it, to be honest, was like self-healing, hmm. you know, overcoming and coming to a place, finding that from within first, you know, because you can't put it on. You actually have to do the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. You really do. You, you, and so I've, I have literally done so much work to really face my issues and face the things that I needed to face, the demons, face whatever you needed to face so I can really overcome. And I wasn't not afraid anymore, you know? Like, yeah. especially lately, I feel like I'm really coming into a place of free, like total freedom and fearlessness. Mm. Oh, and... I'm actually, another thing is I'm actually part of this um, community. It's called Artistology. It is my, um, an auntie sort of by law, I'm not married, but um, so my, my partner at the time, his aunt is Shaka Khan, which is, you know, the legendary singer. Sorry, what? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Okay, continue. Her sister, she she started this um, community called Artistology, which is for artists. And her and I literally are like, I mean, she's like a second mum to me now. Like we are wow. so close. And so being part, I've been part of her community for over a year now. And her and I, we, I mean, she's actually she came on the radio show and talked about you know her, her whole career, which is amazing like she's won two grammys and wow obviously like she managed her sister shaka as well for years and um anyway so (laughs) she's been mentoring me for the past year or so and i think honestly having that mentorship has been like life-changing for me plus like being part of her community is absolutely incredible because we we literally are we believe we're the architects of society we're here to light the way to set a new standard for the industry yeah so we're we're all i mean we we have like um you know women's healing groups and all kinds of stuff for artists you know and so we've done a lot of work we do these daily activations every day and everybody's so like such beautiful souls I can't even so when you're you're with beautiful souls every day and you're fellowshipping that way and and everyone's sharing and not we don't all believe the same thing but 
but we there's a lot of respect and and also i've really my mind has opened up a lot to other people's perspectives <laughs> and other people's way of thinking and some of it i like you know some of it i'm like i'll take a piece of that and the other stuff i don't like are just again it's your human experience this is my human i'm going to take what works going to work for me what i think is resonating and the other stuff i'm just going to disregard and and just leave it there like mm-hmm. don't need to make anybody feel bad you no. know it just doesn't resonate you know but i will take the stuff that does and so i think i've learned a lot from everybody's perspectives and that just that we 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 talk about gratitude every we 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 do gratitude every day we do do all these exercises which which um really um builds our spiritual mental muscles yeah and uh and then i mean everybody's just such a beautiful light there too so when you're surrounded by that every day it's like you're a product of your environment you know what i mean so i think yeah being part of this community has literally just like transformed me, I think. That is so freaking cool. It's just, it's all about supporting humans, supporting humans. Mm-hmm. It's so, it sounds so simple, but it really, it is that simple. It can be that simple. And mm-hmm. what, and what is it called again? You mentioned art. It's artistology. Is Artist, artistology. I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. I, I'm missing something like that in my life. Cause it's funny. Like as, and then when, when you've had that in your life at some point and then you don't for a while, there's a real night and day. Like, I mean, you can keep it up on your own for, you know, a certain length of time, but, but humans are meant to interact with other humans. We're meant to lift each other up and support each other. And so it's interesting when you do take that away and you've had it at some point, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. No, I need, I need the support of other beautiful yeah, healthy, so healthy communities that's yeah. what you know because we can be part of very unhealthy communities and we see what that does you know we see that that doesn't really add any measure to our lives and so you know this is I think this is the first community I've been part of that I'm like I, I mean I've never been part of something like this like yeah. everything I've ever been part of there's been like bitchiness or just jealousy or just stuff that is just like not good mm-hmm. for the human soul Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first community I've been part of that's literally like just pure light and and it's just pure and beautiful and even when we have I mean even when we go through like challenges we work it through as a family because wow. you know? family is family isn't just like who you were born into no. family is who you're doing life with this is family, mm-hmm. this is family right now it's like we're, we're pouring into each other mm-hmm. and that is i think it's great breeding ground for beautiful things to happen yeah well said go ahead sorry here and i went like this because hero i was just even recently saying hero and i have been really good friends for a, a few years now but he truly is truly is like is my brother and we've said that and, and it's whoa like in the past i mean God knows the past year and a half, two years has been the hardest on all of him, most of all of humanity, who's never known real hardship of war or those types of things. Right. So to have somebody, you know, in your life over this past little while. So with that being said, with artists and the artist community who for the first while of COVID weren't allowed to, to practice their craft live or be with people, I can only imagine like, how has that been for you? I mean, now you've got this, you're embarking on a journey where you don't, 
necessarily have to be live in front of people, but how has that been for your DJing? So what, what has that looked like for you? I mean, to, to be honest, this whole thing was a complete blessing in disguise for me <laughs> because, um, I mean, it did one thing or the other. Either you like, you, you got into your art or you just sort of like retracted. Yeah. Me, you know, I, okay. <laughs> what is, oh, okay. oh good. Oh uh, yeah, cleaning. Are you gonna clean? You know, no. <laughs> no, mommy wants to do it instead. No. So during during that time, it was great for me because it got me into writing music again. It got you know, and so I took the time. I actually wrote some my greatest music in yeah. during that time. Um, you know, because I realized, okay, like now it's time to like write music that's gonna really uplift and help people. And so, and I was already like going on that path anyway for quite a while. And, and so you know, I'd come out because we think we all have to like write like Rihanna or Beyonce or like, you know, we have to shake our booties and be sexy and all of this stuff. And I was just like, you know, that's, and I just, for me, it was just like, I just, I think the more I begin to like knew, know who I was and, and strip away all of that stuff, it's like, I can just literally just come as I am like yeah you know I, I don't need to add all that extra stuff or try to sell sex and yeah. Yeah. all of that stuff that's just I know that now that's just not my path and you know I'm here to bring light but um so for me I I ended up writing during I ended up creating a digital show called Celebration Life yeah. Um, where we had like dances, we had a full production. So wow. literally, I've been living my dream like since. That's amazing. <laughs> since the end of last year, I did when when the pandemic, you know, all that started had to stop, and I was DJing for a while, like at home and doing. Mm. That. And then it just came to a point where I was like, okay, this isn't really. I'm not just going to sit here on Instagram and, and be kicked off and stuff because I'm playing other people's music. So mm. I took like a month or so off of social media completely just to spend time with my daughter and just to really kind of recenter and figure out like what am I here to do? And then I got a coach and then um, basically I started doing the live shows because someone I knew had a production studio and he allowed me to, well, he was like, let's, let's do a show like once a month. And it was meant to be just like a, me going in there and just DJing him doing some cool lighting effects turned into this like big production mm. you know, like wasn't it was like everything was staged out <laughs> yeah. like, at least she's I, I at least she's entertaining herself that's great <laughs> right um but everything is staged out and um and it was just it became a lot bigger than and you know and then I, it was the team got bigger and yeah all of that stuff and then it ended up, up attracting like m more people who are like absolutely amazing creatives and people in the industry coming alongside and so and then like from that like when I released just about to release my first single um in August stars yeah I, I was in my head the whole morning actually before you popped on <laughs> oh amazing and, you know and so then I got contacted by this guy who I'm now like full-on working with from the states who's another music artist but also he's a, a you know well-known producer as well he's produced for tons of people like Whitney Houston Bobby Brown Justin Bieber, a ton of people wow and uh, he contacted me and was like well I've got this campaign that my company and I are doing for artists with, you know and I was like great I'm actually just about to release my first single so it was like kind of 
perfect time. I mean, it was such yeah. divine timing, the whole thing. Wow. And now, like, he's going to be doing a tour in about a year, and he's asked, he wants me to be the opening act. Wow, Whoa. Chloe, congratulations. Uh, yeah, so it's just really, really amazing things. And we're going to make a record and all kinds of stuff. Like, this guy is, like... You know, he's wow. blowing up right now as well. But so, yeah, we're literally, literally just talking yesterday about we're going to be making a record soon with each other. Holy moly, that's incredible. So, yeah, so really great things are happening. And I'm, you know, I've literally, I'm just about to prepare for my next music video. Yeah. Um, just about to prepare for my next music video, uh, which is coming out in February. So lots of stuff is is i got so much going on that I'm like, and a baby. I'm like literally a full-time mum and a full-time music artist. So wow. Love. So <laughs> we, neither of us have children, but there's people that listen to this, I'm sure, that are going to want to know how do you do it as a mom? Because she, I mean, how old is she? Is she not even two, two years old? No, she's, she's two. two. Okay. So two I hope I hope that even by people listening to this podcast or watching it, that they're like, mothers or or whomever that has a child is inspired by you can still have a career you can still do it for sure you don't need to be j-lo do you know it's so funny it's so funny (laughs) we literally so on my radio show last i'm so glad you said this on my radio show last night the girl i had in he's been i've known her for like 15 years she's gone on to do like she was already touring as a, as a dancer at, when I first met her. Yep. And now she's just done, like, amazing things. Like, she just did um, – she choreographed for A Week Away, which went, went to number one on Netflix, which is, like, a faith-based musical. Okay. And wow. Anyway, so we were saying last night she just had a baby, you know, and I my baby's two now. She's not a baby anymore, a toddler. Yes. Um, but basically we were saying – I said to her, let's talk about – how there is, you know, this um, misconception in the industry or just in general, how you cannot be successful and being a mother, you can't have a career. Let's talk about this because that is a total lie. And there's plenty of people doing it now. And she was like, yeah, and you don't need to be J-Lo. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And And it really comes down to, well, first of all, it's that old mindset. It's that old way of thinking like you you know like you had to be 18 to make it like a Britney spit a Britney yeah. spit. now it's like we realize as music artists you can make it really at any point as long as you're being true to your music and, mm-hmm. and you know yep and bringing out you know, stuff that really is uh you know who you are and people can relate to it and it's the music at the end of the day that's gonna sell but um but yeah being a mother it's just like there's a total that's an old school mentality yeah and also it's it's we we're about to set a new trajectory for our next generation like we're not stuck in the old generation we're we're, we should be constantly progressing you know and so for me I know for me it's a total lie to believe something (laughs) like that and you know because I've done it I've literally when I had Amani I was back on stage two weeks after I gave birth wow. so it's wow. absolutely possible it, it's not impossible it's a mindset issue you know yeah. so if you can overcome that in your mind and you, you know that you, we, we can do anything we need to stop putting limits on people 
Like you, you can't do this and you have to be this. And all of that is putting people in boxes. Yep. You know, you've got, to, you've got to throw that whole idea away and go, we are creative. We're beings that can do anything. You know, yes. there's nothing is outside of our limits. And so, you know, it's the only limits that we place on ourselves that stop us from getting to our destiny. You know, so that that's the real reality of the situation. And, you know, yeah, being a mother, actually, to be honest, we were saying for us, it made us more motivated because now mm. it's not just you that you're looking after. Now you, you've got somebody to fend for. Yes. And I feel like people definitely took me a lot more seriously now being a mother, you know, and, you know, but especially when you meet, because the other thing too, I think when when we're solo, I think people can think, you know, that that um, you, you, you're quite selfish, you know what I mean? So sometimes mm. people don't want to align or help as much, but when you become a mother, like they see the, the, the evidence of that and, and then they see that you're actually caring for somebody, people are more willing to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very, and, and, and honestly, it's what you project. Yeah. It's all back to, you know, we, we've circled around many topics, but we've, it's all come back to the same core, which is what you just said, you know, and it's about, I mean, it's also, I think that we find our freedom only when we can find peace within ourselves really and Mm -hmm. find that quiet. And sometimes that means like what you said, sometimes that means taking a social media break. Sometimes that means because there's, there are so many distractions you know, and that's what they are. Distractions are distracting you, me, hero from, from finding our best frequency for living, you know, it's, it's for getting out of almost like that cloud that's just yeah. pressing down on us. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. And you put up a lot of good points, Chloe, uh, professionally and personally, and also spiritually, um, especially for myself and Rachel with what we've been going through in our own lives. And some of the things we've talked about with our other guests in the last few episodes as well. Uh, it's all, we're all on the same wavelength in terms of getting out of our own self-limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. challenging society and what it says is supposed to be, I guess you could say the standard and yeah. reforming in sense, not even reforming, just removing any kind of form of what a standard is for humanity, no matter what you might be doing and knowing that there is nothing to lose. I mean, in some ways there could be, but the gains that come from, the potential of losing I find are a lot more probable because you're expanding your consciousness to seeing what else is capable, what else is tangible. You know what I mean? So I think what our viewers will really take away from this conversation with you is the ability to know everything you want to set out to do, no matter what you have come from, wherever you've come, where you're going to, you can cultivate whatever you wish to cultivate. And you have so much, so many tools and so many people out there that are willing to support you. As long as you know that they are there and you can utilize the tools that they have to provide you to provide yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Beautifully said. <sighs> so as, as we, I, I always like look at the clock. We always do this. We're like, I can't believe we've been talking for this long, but <laughs> which is awesome. Cause it always ends up just being so smooth and easy. And, you know, I, really 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 am thankful that you agreed to do this with us um of course course. it was so great to hear from you you know (laughs) really do you know I love how things circle back around you know yeah I I say the same thing about like even when I was on the show pop stars and 
like it's it's amazing now how like I'm actually now in touch with my the girls that I was in the group with, oh. and I'm actually going to be bringing them on to the, the show. So we might have to turn the volume down on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you deaf yet, by the way? Oh, goodness. <laughs> honestly, I just, oh, honestly, the joys, the joys, the joys. Sorry, yeah. you're. So you said you're bringing them on the show, which is awesome. So like, yeah, yeah. like you said, circling back around and yeah. And reconnecting with. And I just, I just know that I always believe like even in life, I just know that things usually like recircle for us to learn whatever we needed to learn, what we didn't learn at that time. Mm -hmm. Or maybe there's just like a greater purpose for what we thought you know, what we thought it was is actually a way bigger purpose if we can align ourselves with that reality, you know. And so for me, I'm just, I'm really excited about the future. I'm, I'm Listen, I'm excited right now. Like I'm present. I'm so present with what's yeah. happening in this moment because that's really all we have is this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we don't know if we have tomorrow. Tomorrow is a promise, but I am definitely excited for the future. I'm energized for the future. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward because I just know beautiful things are up ahead that are literally going to bring so much joy and healing and hope to people. And so I'm so thankful to be part of, of that story. Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So as you probably are aware, near the end of any kind of show. Yeah plugging yourself how can people find you <laughs> i mean we'll put it in the show notes of course but how can people find you um and your radio show is it can we listen to it online like how do we so you know give yourself as much time as you need okay how we can connect with you <laughs> so um you can find me you can go to my website chloemorganmusic.com um and you know if any of your uh, listeners want to go there and they want to sign up and be part of my community um, I give them a free mix straight away Ooh. as soon as they sign up. So they just need to go to the sign up page, sign up. And then I also give out like free shows and a lot of free goodies and all kinds cool. of stuff. Um, and then they get to obviously be part of my journey and all that kind of thing. So chloemorganmusic.com. Um, you can find me on social media, um, on Instagram at chloemmusic. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and TikTok at chloemorganmusic. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my radio show is uh, it's called Vibes For You. And... Cool as vibes for number four you um just a you um and that is on djradio.ca okay and um literally you can go to djradio.ca every saturday 1 p.m pst okay and you will hear my show on there and i would love to join and tune in um, not only are the interviews amazing, the music is just like the best music. It's such a vibe. Love like you. It's such I a vibe. Love it. I I'll love listen it. to that. I'm gonna. I was just thinking. I'm like, what do I typically do in the middle of the day on a Saturday? If it's nice outside, I'll go for a stand-up paddle on the lake, and maybe I'll bring you with me, and I'll listen to it, and I'll just like you know jam on my paddleboard. Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> and and, awesome. and 
send me videos, send me stuff. Yeah. I'd love to share people listening or whatever to it, you know. Absolutely. That's great. Uh, so we have one more fun question and you are actually, it's great. Usually we ask the same question at the end of the show. And so we've kind of switched it up starting with this episode. Um, still kind of a juice related question, but what we wanted to ask you is, is that if you were to choose or have orange juice with or without pulp, do you have a preference and why? What, what's juicier for you? Yeah. Okay. So my favorite orange juice and really the only orange juice, I don't drink stuff out of the cartons or Mm. I I literally freshly squeeze everything. So it does have pulp in it, obviously, because it's fresh, but it's not like super pulpy because I don't like that either when it's like (laughs) pulp and you're trying to get to the juice and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) So I do like that. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, we just like, where's the juice? It's just, <laughs> where's the liquid? Where is the liquid? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I love, I love freshly squeezed orange juice. It has to be fresh. That's the only kind of orange juice yep. I drink. Do you make it at home? I do. Like, we have a juicer. I do. Lovely. I, yeah, it's. But I, I mean, I juice all the time and shake. Yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Perfect. Yeah. We are all aligned then because we all think the same way. There we go. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I got to say, I mean, I'm really healthy, but I love pizza. I mean, I just, my favorite, have you been to Straight Out of Brooklyn? It's like, no. Yeah, it's right on Robson. There's, no, one but- on Robson. there's one on Kingsway. I mean. Oh, right. Yes. So good. I just, you know, I just, I love pizza in general. It's just. Well, you know, I was going to say, favorite. Chloe, I, I married an Italian. So <laughs> pizza is like his middle name. And it's like, but it has to be, he's so picky with pizza. So it has to be like from Naples, like thin, and know, it is hardly like any. Okay, it's cool. The straight out of Brooklyn it is like one of the best pizzas in the city. You, you know, the other place I like to go is on commercial drive. I can't think of what it's called now. Oh, um, have you been to, on, have you been to the one on Victoria drive called Via Tevre? No. Okay. <laughs> speaking from, speaking from Mary to Italian, you have to go to the one on Victoria drive. It's like the most authentic pizza. I think oh, my goodness. Italian pizza. I'm going to be there now. I know. <laughs> just, oh. Yeah. I mean, I love my food. I'm like, we should go for dinner. Cause I'm just like, absolutely. I, yeah, I just, I'm, I, you wouldn't even believe how much food I eat. <laughs> oh my God. If you took me for, all you can eat sushi. I'd be like, no Jews. I mean, again, not to put throw our culture under the bus, but like, we're like what? ducks. We just eat and eat and eat and eat. And like bottomless pit, there's no limit. We will Is eat. Is that true? Okay, now I we're find just- so. I find that to be the case. My family, you put, you give my family a first about dinner anything on the table it's gone by the end of the meal like there is no <laughs> leftovers at all but that's yeah. because that's because we were taught though not to it's like it's an old tr- world as well like don't leave any food on your plate don't waste anything right so there's yeah. that too i think but yeah but you know it's weird for me now i eat so much food and i'm still hungry and i'm like how is this possible i just had dinner and i'm still <laughs> hungry like <laughs> I, you know what it is? I think I I'm I got so much going on that my metabolism is just like I was just going to say that stop. I'm just like this yeah. is good. I'm just I I'm like I'm actually now you know I try and gain weight 
Oh my it's, goodness. It's like impossible. It's, it's, I, as far as having a baby too, that's. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. Well, Kate, the next time I'm down, cause I actually don't live in Vancouver. I live in Vernon. So I live in the Okanagan. Oh. So yeah, but that's, that's a, that's a story for another time. We moved I up here. I, like, I missed the whole, you got married and all, yeah. <laughs> your whole life. And I need to catch up. We need to catch up for sure. I was just going to say that. So the next time I'm down there, or I don't know if you've ever come up this way, but we will yeah, well, definitely. I'd love to have more of like a real personal catch up, which would be definitely. great. So, mm-hmm. love that. yeah. So, but anyway, but for the meantime, thank you so, 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 so much. This is oh, thank you so much for having me. Been wonderful. Congrats Perfect on way. your congrats on your show. I look forward to listening to it and all the best. I know you're. You know, it's. I guess if we if we could leave people with anything, it's basically go check out stars. Yes, and I saw your shirt. Yes, or your hoodie. Okay. Yeah, go check go check out stars on YouTube. Um, Love Kobe it. Morgan music stars. Um, the the videos actually it's been out for two months and it's had hundred k views already. Holy crap! Wow. That's awesome. That is freaking awesome. Yes. Yay. I'm going to dance. I'm going to put that on while I now go to my, my paid gig at home working. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Okay. Well, once again, thank you, you enjoy, so much. Did you enjoy the record? Did you enjoy the record? I love, well, I love stars. I love just seeing, cause you've got, you ask people, you know, to, um, you've got some dance moves. Yes. Choreographed dance moves. And I love that you've asked people to send them, I send you or to tag you in their TikToks and things like that, which is so cool. Like that was, to me, that was super uplifting. And just to see that you are, how you're touching people's lives and bringing this positivity and it's fantastic. Loved it. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to revisit with you guys and you know just see obviously where the future takes us all yeah i can't we can't wait definitely i'll be in toronto so we'll be i'll be in a different province and rachel will still be happily in burden so right now are you in vancouver right now yeah i'm born and raised in vancouver i'm right downtown how about yourself yeah we're actually out in white rock okay yeah and um i mean we actually moved during the pandemic so it was like it was actually the best move because it was, I mean, it's just so nice out here too. And, and yes. I, like, I like driving into the city. I do it quite often because I have a studio there. Um, yeah. And so I'm always in it. But I like that drive because it is that yeah. thinking time. I mean, I love yeah. for it first of all. And plus I'm going to be applying, getting my visa for the States soon. So I've got to get used to that long, especially if I'm going to LA. It's all that oh my gosh. driving. Yes, That's true. Yeah, I, you're right. I, yeah, I know I'm just being prepped right now, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. White yeah. Rock is so, so are you near the water or? I am actually right by um, just off the 99. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's a big save on. I'm literally yeah. right by there. I know amazing. exactly where that is. That's fantastic. Oh my goodness. That's so yeah. great. <sighs> okay. Oh, well, God, they're amazing. Stay in touch. Thank you. Good luck with everything. <laughs> Keep in touch. Me. Honestly, I've, I've had such a great time with you guys. You're amazing. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. We hope to continue doing this as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, uh, all awesome. right. Okay, thank well, you, have, Chloe. 
have an awesome day. Oh my God. I just see, I'm so critical of myself. I just, this is just the worst with everything today with my lighting and everything. You're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Lovely. Well, enjoy your day and we'll chat soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, okay. Chloe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.